Hi, and welcome to this audio edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. On this program, we discuss polygamy and Mormon fundamentalism from a biblical Christian perspective. We talk about the history of polygamy, its modern-day fruit, share stories from people who have escaped polygamy, and talk about current events relating to polygamy. You can learn more about the video edition of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. And now, here's Doris. Welcome to Polygamy, What Love Is This? I'm your host, Doris Hansen. We're happy that you decided to watch our show. And the purpose of our program is to discuss Mormon polygamy from a biblical perspective and to help anyone who is in polygamy or know someone who's in polygamy who would like to get out. We will be happy to help you get out or even answer any questions. Everything we do is totally confidential. We do have a toll-free number for that purpose. If you would like to give us a call, our number is 877-425-9993. So uh, give us a call and we'll be happy to talk with you. Or if you have any comments or questions about any of our programs, any of our shows, you can email us or call us about that as well. Our email address is email at whatloveisthis.tv and the telephone number for the show is 385-240-2888. Now this show is part two of an interview that we did last time with our guest who was a former member of both the polygamy group and the LDS church. Last time we did part one of our interview with him and this time we're going to finish his story of leaving the FLDS and what he did next. His is a very powerful and touching story of his journey to truth and freedom uh, that he has found in Jesus Christ. And so we'd like to introduce and welcome back our special guest, Alan Nielsen. Thank you. And welcome back again. Here. It's been a pleasure to talk with you last time. And so now this time we're going to talk about your leaving the polygamy group. You got married. Um, you and your wife both expected to practice polygamy in your marriage, but something made it so it didn't happen that way. How would you... How would you tell your story about that? Why would you leave Polygamy Group, and what did you do? Well, like I, I, I mentioned before, the, 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 the life of growing up where I, from my dad's belief system was I didn't, I didn't like. I left when I was 18, but then kind of revisited the, the faith through my wife's parents and their view because it, was, it seemed more freeing and, and a little, not quite as restricted. Right. So anyway, after we, we ended up getting married, and... Um, I, I started to study a uh, little bit of the history, but I studied, I had, I accepted Joseph Smith, Brigham Young, and all the prophets. That was just kind of a given. So the issue with, w was, was um, polygamy, which had to do with where the, where the church was off. And, and, and mm -hmm. so I looked into the manifesto and, and, I, and I read all that kind of stuff because I was, I wanted to know what was the truth. Do I go back and embrace this polygamy lifestyle. I mean, I, it was in my psyche. I kind right. of thought maybe I would. Mm -hmm. It was what I grew up with, but I wasn't really totally convinced of the truth. And so I, I started to go in and research and study and wanted to find out. Was and your wife part of that? Did 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 she kind of encourage you to do that, or is no? Something on it own? was just me. And and by nature, I'm kind of I'm kind of a I just research. I do stuff like that, and I wanted to know. What was the truth? I had left my I had left my dad's when I was younger at eighteen. I got married at twenty, so I wasn't I was still pretty young. Mm -hmm. But uh, and then and now I'm married and I'm starting to think, 
okay, what's the truth? You know, I mean, polygamy is kind of what I know, and her family was in it, and I was more accepting of, of this way of life, having been associated with her family. But I didn't know what the truth was. And so I decided to research some of the claims that my dad taught with polygamy, and, and, and I started with Wilford Woodruff and the Manifesto. Right. Because I already accepted Joseph Smith and all that, and, right. and I did months and months and months of study, and I started to see that the church wasn't being really forthright with the manifesto. And it was like, this manifesto was not, was not a revelation from God, And because so, I was trying to see if there was some validity to the church. Sure. And, um, but I came to the conclusion that the manifesto wasn't a revelation from God, and so I was, I, was, I was not sure what to do because my wife's uncle, he was a member of the church. And, he, and I, had, I had some association with him. So I would talk with him and he was kind of like encouraging me to look into the, into the Mormon church. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I did that research and study and I couldn't, I kept saying, but there's something wrong. And this whole polygamy issue was just covered with deceit yeah and i was just like this they say one thing and then they do something else and they're the, even the prophet is saying i don't do this but yet he did and mm -hmm. it confused me greatly because i was reading a revelation that that is purported to be received by wilford woodruff in 1889 and this is something that most fundamentalists are very familiar with the 1889 revelation mormons don't know about this revelation or very few do are you talking about john taylor no wilford, wilford woodruff. woodruff he had a revelation in 1889 a purported revelation and in 1889 that revelation says that he shouldn't yield to the enemies oh okay and and hold fast yeah. Yeah. And basically, God will fight your battles. It was similar to John mm -hmm. Taylor's 1886, mm -hmm. but it was by Wilford Woodruff. Okay. And there was many people that wrote in the journals, uh, their private journals of, of Wilford Woodruff's, meeting with him and telling him about this revelation, right. and they gained strength by it, and they believed that God would fight their battles, and this would, this would go on. And then, less than a year... They signed the manifesto. And he does and sound it, the opposite. Just so anyway, to, to make a long story short, I, I, I was just confused. And so I just set it aside and thought, I don't know what to do. Um, and I was losing interest in, in, in the whole polygamy lifestyle and everything. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And, and mm. I, I just didn't know what to do. And at the same time, I was, I would, well, during my lunch hour, I would listen to Christian radio. Mm. And I, I enjoyed Christian radio. I, I uh, got a lot of value out of it, even though I kind of thought, well, they don't have all the truth, you know, but sure. they have some, yeah. and it yeah. was good. Yeah. So, but anyway, after a while, I start. we had some children, and I continued to study and research, and, and the issue started coming up in my mind of, I've got to do something so I can teach my children what the truth is. So you were still kind of hanging on to the, the polygamy? Kind of, it was, it was losing traction, but I, but I didn't know what to do. And I finally just decided that, you know what, I'm going to set all this stuff aside that I've, that I've studied about the church because after all, the church is still, you know, they're spreading the gospel, you know, they're sending missionaries out, they're doing works, they're growing, they're, they have temples, they have all this stuff going, and they teach Joseph Smith. And so I thought, you know, this is probably the best place to raise my family. And so we ended up deciding to join the and church. And your wife was okay with that? She loved it because there was no polygamy. 
you know, and <laughs> no threat yeah, there was no threat of polygamy because that they that that was not what the church was doing at that time, yeah. and so she was very happy to to come along into the church. Uh -huh. It was something polygamy was an issue for her that she never liked growing up, yeah. never could come to terms with. And now we was in the church, she didn't have to she deal didn't with have it. To ever worry about it until she died or or at least she thought, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you joined the church and you were there for years and years. Yeah, about um, 20, a little over 21 years, I think. You were more like, more years in the church than mm -hmm. you were in the polygamy group. Yeah. What, did it fulfill your needs, to your spiritual needs? Did you kind of settle down at that point, or did you still have nagging questions I always about? had nagging questions. There was always some things in the back, and, and that, you know, the, everybody talks about their shelf, and, you know, it's become the proverbial yeah. shelf. You know, <laughs> it it's really like, has. And, and it gets loaded with stuff, and... And and I just I just kind of thought well I didn't know what else to do I'd already vis visited that and came up with a dead end mm -hmm. and so I got into the church and I thought I'm going to throw myself into the church and just be a good faithful Mormon and I kind of just my thought process was this I know all these things that the church has changed that is different than early Mormonism that Joseph Smith had set up mm -hmm. so I'm just going to do the best that I can even though I know they've changed this stuff and that's pretty much what I did. So what did your polygamous family or your wife's polygamy family think of you leaving uh, polygamy for the LDS? They were not they weren't happy at all. Um, but true to the, the 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 belief systems of the of the fundamentalists, the wife is supposed to follow the husband. Right. And so they kind of looked at it as this my it's my no issue, problem. but but their daughter should follow me because I'm the husband, and that's uh -huh. just kind of how they looked at it. And do, they, do they look at the Mormon church as being second best? Well, if you can't be a polygamist, then the Mormon church kind of in some okay. way. But, it was like, but even then, they almost it was a betrayal to them. Kind of mm -hmm. like, how could you leave the truth when yeah. you know this is a an apostate church? You know, and yeah. but I think over time they got used to it, and we raised our our family in the church, and um, one. One story that I think is kind of interesting, maybe I'll tell this, is, is going into the church, um, you know, and this kind of uh, has some significance due to the, 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 the current stuff that's in the news with the, with the issue the church has come out with. But um, when, I, when I had the missionary discussions, um, we had them all in one day because I, I knew all about Mormonism because it was kind of the same thing, sure. you know, very similar. It is. So I knew about Joseph Smith, and when the missionary was going through these lessons, he was kind of starting at the beginning, and I was very frustrated. It's like, I already know this stuff. Why, why are you wasting my time? I know about Joseph Smith. I know about this stuff. And so I wasn't, I wasn't very patient with it. And so the, the bishop that was in, in the home that I was in, he just kind of told the missionaries, let's speed this up. This guy knows about this stuff. But anyway, at the end of the, all the discussions, we did them all in one night. He goes into the back room and gets on the phone, and I hear him talking, and he comes back out, and he's like, because um, he had asked me, do you want to get baptized? And I thought, well, yeah, let's, let's do it, you know, and that's, that's why I'm here, you know. And so he was all excited and was going to set a date, and then he comes back and said, well, we got a little bit of a problem. <laughs> and this is exactly what he said. He says, anybody that comes, any, anybody that's a murderer, a rapist, or from polygamy <laughs> has to go see one of the members of the Twelve. And I went right to hot. Oh I was my just goodness, like, yes. I said, you are calling me the same the as a same murderer and category. a rapist? Yeah. I was upset, very upset. And he, and he was like, you know, like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, what are you saying then? I, I was upset. It didn't make no sense to me. Yeah. The bishop kind of saw the tension and he's like, you kind of trying to settle it down. He says, look, 
it'll be a good opportunity. Most members of the church would love to have, a, to have an opportunity to sit down with one of the 12 apostles. And you get that and opportunity. You get. <laughs> I didn't think it was anything. I thought, who cares? But anyway, so they set up an appointment. And I, meet, I meet with one of the, the, the 12 apostles. And uh, he asked me some questions, and, and he got to a question about, do you accept uh, Ezra Taft Benson as a prophet, seer, and revelator? Or do you know, or do you believe he's a prophet, seer, and revelator, I think is the word he used. And I said, well, I don't know that he's a prophet, seer, and revelator, but I believe he's president of the church and holds all the keys. <laughs> and because from where I came from, fundamentalism, it's like, I thought I had to have a testimony before I revealed it. And I didn't. Sure. I just thought, well, I recognize I think he has all the keys and the authority. Uh-huh. And, and he wasn't very happy with that. And he, he, uh, he just kind of put his head down and then opened his top drawer and grabbed a piece of paper and drew this little square and drew like four columns. And then he wrote like, Jesus Christ, Book of Mormon, Joseph Smith, current prophet. And then each one of these is a pillar of your testimony. And he says, hmm. if you're weak in any one of these, your, your house will fall. And he says, so my oh recommendation my is that you don't join the church. You wait. So they put Jesus Christ on the same level uh, as, uh, or them on the same level as Jesus is importance. Yeah. So anyway, but that ended up later. I ended up, uh, after nine months, I met with him again. And, and this time he, he uh, Did I you guess, answer the question more correctly? I didn't. I didn't answer the, the question never came up that way. Oh. But um, he did tell me that there had been an influx of people from the AUB that were going into the church, going to get into the temple, uh-huh. and then coming back, and sometimes bringing people from the ward back into their group. And this was a red flag to mm-hmm. him, and that's why he told me no. And that's why they did that. So anyway, yeah, just I a little side note there is how, how that, that, that was a policy back then that I had no idea, and I thought was kind yeah. of strange and yeah. wasn't very happy about it. Well, they had to do something to protect, uh, protect them from recruiting within their ranks. It's easy to recruit a Mormon into polygamy if you show them the history. Yeah. Because Joseph Smith uh, said you had to live polygamy in yeah. order to go to heaven, and, and Brigham Young said you'd be damned if you didn't. What did you do with that when you joined the Mormon church? You Here know, you are not living polygamy, yet the prophet you believed in said you had to. You know, I knew all those things. I knew that, that what... that especially Brigham Young, he was very plain about the, the, the idea of polygamy. And, 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 and I just rationalized it away. as like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I didn't believe that the fundamentalist groups had any authority. I had already researched that and found out that it was false. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? This is the only thing that I have left is the church. And so I thought, I'm just going to be the best Mormon that I can, knowing that, this, that I can't do this because it's prohibited right now. Mm-hmm. And so... I'll let I'll let it leave it in God's hands. That's kind of how I rationalized it away yeah. for you, a while. But you still had that nagging. But it was still there, and I knew a lot there. of these things that Joseph Smith taught that a lot of members of the church didn't have no idea. I knew it because I had taught it, been taught it when I was a kid. There was uh, I interviewed a lady uh, a few years ago from the AUB who went on the, almost the same journey you. She and her husband um, were, were born and raised AUB, left, joined the Mormon Church, and then they found Jesus. But I want to quote something that she said and see if you what you feel about this. She said, "I struggle when I see the LDS people closing their eyes and plugging their ears because they just don't want to know the truth." Truth is so important and will stand the test. If their church is true, why are they afraid to look at the problems? 
what do you feel? Do you feel like maybe you had that same idea while you were in the church? You wanted the truth and you're just afraid to look for it or did you have the courage to I, continue? I knew, I was not afraid to look for it because I had already looked. Right. I hadn't, I had, it but was, was ended like, at LDS. I, I, I had no other so options. So looking. I thought, yeah, I wasn't afraid to look. At least I didn't understand. Let me put it this way. I didn't know all the history of the church at this time. Yet, okay. I, I, I didn't know that. I, in, in 1980s, in the 80s when I was first studying, there wasn't the internet. Right. And I didn't have the sure. access to it. And it wasn't until mm -hmm. later, because my wife had always had a problem with polygamy. And, and even when we got in the church, then she still started saying, she would say stuff to me sometimes, well, what if, what if I die and you marry somebody else that isn't married and, you, and you're sealed to her? Now I have to accept polygamy and I'm not even there. Right. And she says, and that, I don't like that idea. Yeah. And she would say, is polygamy really part of God's plan? You know, because I know in the church we don't have to live it now, but is it part of the next life? Mm -hmm. And I would say, well, it's in the scriptures. Yeah. It's section 132. And I would say, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's in there, I guess, maybe so. And it's still there as a Mormon. It's still there, just like it was yeah. as a polygamist. But from a man's perspective, I didn't have much to lose because it's like, well, if I married her and then she died and I married somebody else, I'll just get them both. Sure. You know, it's like, well, I, it didn't really dawn on me until she started to talk to me about some of those things and said, well, that I didn't get no choice in that. And, and she made this comment. She says, you don't have to go without anything. You win all the way around. Mm -hmm. But she says, I have to divide. Right. And exactly. I thought, well, that's a good point. I haven't really thought about it like that. Mm -hmm. and, and so it got me thinking. But it was, it was kind of a, an issue in our marriage off and on where she would bring this up and it would kind of come into some arguments and I would just simply say, well, what, tell God because it's what it says right in his scripture, you know, and yep. that's kind of how yep. I looked at it. And, and she would go, I know, I know. And I just, she just didn't know what to say because how can you argue against God, you know? So how and, long were you in the church before you finally made the choice? And, and what was it that broke the shelf down for you? Well, um, it, was a, it was a combination of a lot of things of basically God humbling me in a lot of things in my life until I was pretty much broken down and and uh, and and I had an opportunity to to study a little more and and I thought to myself you know what I'm going to I'm going to dig in and find out about Joseph Smith's polygamy to kind of show my wife that you know hey he was good in this <laughs> and so I kind yeah. of started digging into this. Oh and my. I just wasn't prepared for oh what I found. My. I totally wasn't prepared. I grew up in polygamy. Yeah. I had heard that Joseph Smith was a polygamy, but I had no idea the facts. Yeah. They weren't talked about, and you didn't have the ability to do that kind of research uh, unless you were privy to some right. of the... You didn't have the resources yeah, then at the, that time. Like, the, like some of the, the, um, those that worked in the church um, historical department had, you know, mm -hmm. and, I, and I didn't have that, and I didn't know anything about it. And now on the internet, it's so readily available. Right. I started discovering this stuff, and it completely shocked me. And I thought, I must be, this must be wrong. And I would look at where they're getting their information, and it was credible sources from the church. And it just, it just really, it, it was a, it was a kick in the stomach. So you had no idea that he married other husbands' wives and I didn't other know. And, and fourteen-year-old girls. I had no idea. One third of his wives were teenagers. I had no idea about that. I just knew that he was. I knew Elizar Snow was one of his wives, and a few others. 
but I didn't know the details. Yeah. You know, I just didn't know it. And then finding those details, this was the problem. When I, when I researched it all out and discovered that this stuff seems pretty credible, I couldn't dismiss it. And he would I, I just, lie about it? Yeah, he would I couldn't come dismiss it. And, say that he, and that's the problem. I couldn't just turn my back on it and say, oh, well, and give Joseph a pass. Yeah. Like, like give him a they break. say in conference, yeah. give Joseph a break. I couldn't dismiss it because in my mind, it was wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, if it's wrong, it's wrong. It doesn't matter who's doing it. And I, I just couldn't dismiss it. And it became a very issue. But at the same time, I didn't know what else to do because, you see, Mormonism was better than Christianity. Christianity was down here with yeah. their understanding. Mormonism knew more than had all of Christianity knew and then some. And then the some, right. That's what so they, they had more knowledge than the Christians did. So I can't go backwards. And when I find out that the Mormonism has got these problems, what do I do? Mm. And, and mm -hmm. there's, there, there, the, you know, when I do research and talk to other people and find out people that had left, many of them were like agnostic now or yeah. atheist or, or had many have gone into like New Age spiritualism. Right. I, I knew many people from fundamentalism, uh, fundamentalism that had gone into New Age spiritualism. I, did, I didn't want to do that. Right. I just, I, I still knew there was a God and knew and believed in Jesus and I had some personal experiences with them that I just I couldn't do it and it was just it was discovering coming across the the some of these sites where I discovered Mormons giving their testimonies sites like like yours here and others that that um, uh, and listening to Mormons ex-Mormons had come out of the church and it gave me courage and, and you said that your first that your first um, uh, experience with that was Sacred Groves right? Sacred Groves was the first one that I came across and watching some of these stories just just it, it impressed me that these people had a relationship with Jesus Christ yeah and they had come out of the Mormon church and they saw the faults that were there and that Joseph Smith was a false prophet and yet they found they have Jesus mm -hmm. and it gave me courage and that's not going backwards at all that's is not going it backwards. No, uh, it gave me courage to look prior to that i had only dis i had only looked into part of of, it was Joseph Smith's polygamy that really started the, the, the chain Smith's reaction polygamy, for me. Right, and that happens to so many people from the LDS Church, that's it true. Does. Um, so, did you still cling to the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants, the Living Prophet? I did never like the Doctrine and Covenants, to be honest with you. I never did really like it. I did. I grew to really love the Book of Mormon over time. Um, that was a harder one for me to let fall. That was a that difficult. was a little more. I mean, it, it didn't take very long when I started yeah. looking at it with a critical eye. You know, yeah. prior to that, I didn't really look at it with a critical eye because I I couldn't because it was Joseph Smith's. You know, and 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 for a while when I started seeing his polygamy was wrong, I thought, well, maybe he was right with the Book of Mormon, but he just lost it, and you know, with his polygamy, and yeah. this couldn't be yeah. right. Two of the things that was difficult for me to let go of. Um, and I was willing to let go of them. It was just part of my identity, it seemed like, was the pre-existence and the Book of Mormon. And that's something that 
uh, both polygamy and Mormon Church has. Yes. So you bring it with you, you know, so you have it all the time. Yeah, I, Were those difficult? I had the Book of Mormon from the time I was uh, growing up. Right. Uh, Fundamentals, it was the same thing. The Book right, of Mormon exactly. is from God. And exactly. it was like I, I was taught this, that it was the truth, mm -hmm. you know. And then in the LDS Church, the same thing is the truth. And I, and I had read the Book of Mormon multiple times and had felt like I had some kind of testimony of its truthfulness. I, I heard a Mormon missionary come back from his mission one time and he said that the one thing that shocked him more on his mission than anything else that he had learned was he had been uh, going to FL, or not FLDS, but polygamist homes and, and trying to get them you know, to come become a Mormon. And he said it shocked me to find out that they believed Mormon doctrine and most of them knew the Book of Mormon better than most LDS people yeah. do. And that's from a, uh, the mouth of a Mormon missionary. So yeah, we are raised, we're raised on Mormon doctrine. Yeah, it's it, doctrine. The, the very the fundamentals of Mormonism are alive in FLDS people and and uh, polygamous groups. You know, they they mm -hmm. know some of yeah. those basic things. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, a lot of the teachings of Joseph Smith would be probably a little more recognizable in true. in the fundamentalism true. you know than they probably would in the LDS church so we've got a, a, just a, a little over a minute left what you 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 you've reached out now to true biblical christianity and found jesus where are you at at this moment with your journey um, well i began to read the new testament mm -hmm. and uh, just really dug in and studied the new testament and came across some other material and and been listening to other christians and it strengthened my faith, and I had to really get a strong belief again in the Bible because mm -hmm. Joseph Smith had pretty much shattered that, shattered that mm -hmm. over all the years that it's been that since it came out that it wasn't translated correctly, and the, those kind of things build up a lot of traction over time. It and, does, and I, I had to build that up again. And once I realized and could look at the evidence, but I think probably the most amazing thing that I've learned is the difference between objectivity and subjectivity. That's mm. huge to me. In, in, in fundamentalism and Mormonism, subjectivity was everything. Mm -hmm. Mine was critical thinking. It yeah. was difficult for me to, to be able to think critically and things like yeah. that. And objectivity, you can't build your faith uh -huh. on something that is subjective. There has to be some objective truth That's right, prior to you got to look on all sides of the issue, and they, they do not like you to do that. Well, Alan, I want to thank you for coming and sharing your story. We do hope that those who have watched the show tonight have, have been able to maybe get the courage to start to research like you did, because it is a, it is a great journey, and it's not disappointing. But it's painful. It's painful. It's, it's painful, but, but it's, it's worth not it. disappointing at all. It's right. great to find the truth and to find the truth in the Bible and to find the truth in Jesus Christ. Uh, and the Bible tells us that the only foundation that can be laid is the one already laid, and that's Jesus. And it's not Joseph Smith, and it's not the Book of Mormon, and it certainly isn't polygamy, and nobody has the keys to anything except for Jesus. Thanks that's so true. very much. Yeah. You know, the beauty of true Christianity is that Jesus Christ is all anyone needs. We don't need any works, including polygamy. Uh, Jesus, of course, is our only prophet and priest, and he is enough. We don't even need a church because Jesus is everything. There's a wonderful freedom and a deep peace available to each person who chooses to leave the confines of a religious church 
church system and just give their lives to Jesus Christ. Um, the truth of grace is the greatest experience that we can know as we transition from a works-oriented religion to saving faith in Jesus Christ. And sadly, this culture really doesn't understand what grace truly is. Jesus is the truth. He's the only way to heaven. He doesn't point the way. He is the way. Freedom in Christ is opposite to bondage of polygamy or the trappings of a religious system. See you next time in Polygamy. What love is this? This has been the audio podcast edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? This program is a production of A Shield and Refuge Ministry and Main Street Church of Brigham City. You can view current and past video episodes as well as download audio episodes of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance in leaving a polygamous situation, please contact us. We are here to help. All of our contact information can be found at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 877-425-9993. If you have any questions or comments about this or any of our other programs, we'd love to hear from you. Write us at email at whatloveisthis.tv. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again.